Precisely at 2.30, someone knocked on the door. Lamar looked at the partners, who slid the resume and dossier into an open briefcase. All three reached for their jackets. Lamar buttoned his top button and opened the door. Mitchell McDear, he asked, with a huge smile and a hand thrust forward. Yes. They shook hands violently. Nice to meet you, Mitchell. I'm Lamar Quinn. My pleasure. Please, call me Mitch. He stepped inside and quickly surveyed the spacious room. Sure, Mitch. Lamar grabbed his shoulder and led him across the suite where the partners introduced themselves. They were exceedingly warm and cordial. They offered him coffee, then water. They sat around a shiny mahogany conference table and exchanged pleasantries. McDear unbuttoned his coat and crossed his legs. He was now a seasoned veteran in the search of employment, and he knew they wanted him. He relaxed. With three job offers from three of the most prestigious firms in the country, he did not need this interview, this firm. He could afford to be a little overconfident now. He was there out of curiosity, and he longed for warmer weather. Oliver Lambert, the senior partner, leaned forward on his elbows and took control of the preliminary chit-chat. He was glib and engaging with a mellow, almost professional baritone. At sixty-one, he was the grandfather of the firm and spent most of his time administering and balancing the enormous egos of some of the richest lawyers in the country. He was the counselor, the one the younger associates went to with their troubles. Mr. Lambert also handled the recruiting, and it was his mission to sign Mitchell Y. McDear. "'Are you tired of interviewing?' asked Oliver Lambert. "'Not really. It's part of it.' "'Yes, yes,' they all agreed. Seemed like yesterday they were interviewing and submitting resumes and scared to death they wouldn't find a job and three years of sweat and torture would be down the drain.' They knew what he was going through, all right. May I ask a question? Mitch asked. Certainly. Sure. Anything. Why are we interviewing in this hotel room? The other firms interview on campus through the placement office. Good question. They all nodded and looked at each other and agreed it was a good question. Perhaps I can answer that, Mitch, said Royce McKnight, the managing partner. You must understand our firm. We are different, and we take pride in that. We have 41 lawyers, so we are small compared with other firms. We don't hire too many people, about one every other year. We offer the highest salary and fringes in the country, and I'm not exaggerating. So we are very selective. We selected you. The letter you received last month was sent after we screened over 2,000 third-year law students at the best schools. Only one letter was sent. We don't advertise openings and we don't solicit applications. We keep a low profile and we do things differently. That's our explanation. Fair enough. What kind of firm is it? Tax. Some securities, real estate and banking, but 80% is tax work. That's why we wanted to meet you, Mitch. 
you have an incredibly strong tax background. Why'd you go to Western Kentucky? asked Oliver Lambert. Simple. They offered me a full scholarship to play football. Had it not been for that, college would have been impossible. Tell us about your family. Why is that important? It's very important to us, Mitch, Royce McKnight said warmly. They all say that, thought McDear. Okay, my father was killed in the coal mines when I was seven years old. My mother remarried and lives in Florida. I had two brothers. Rusty was killed in Vietnam. I have a brother named Ray McDear. Where is he? I'm afraid that's none of your business. He stared at Royce McKnight and exposed a mammoth chip on his shoulder. The dossier said little about Ray. I'm sorry, the managing partner said softly.